Seltzer from the Helicarrier Beyond, or FTH Beyond, as we really tried to brand it. And it's been so long that I did it from the Helicarrier. I see Marvel. I get caught up in nostalgia. What can you say? The two, the three of us have all played the Marvel games, and now we're playing together. Join us tonight, our own voiceover expert, Kurt. I'm Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Not a good time to be Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had something controversial happen, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to talk about I, it on this I, show. I, no, good. No, 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 I don't remember what it was, but okay. <laughs> uh, and then the, the the most non-controversial white hetero oh, male in the world. Wow. Oh, jeez. Paul Cox. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're, go- we're doing it like that, huh? <laughs> I said non-controversial. Uh, yeah, well, you're just sore about that first jib-jab I got in. <laughs> Uh, how's your week been, guys, with the game? Is, is everything been going great? What's going on? Well, things have been uh, going okay over here, just trying to get in some shield uh, fights and some Merc fights and finding out that, yeah, there's no way in hell I'm getting Iron Man. Yeah, not this so. time around. Yeah. Not this time around. Uh, I don't know how Ibit pulled it off the first time around. I'm not sure if he had to have seven. I don't think, I don't think it was the same the first time around in beta. I don't believe it was. You had to have seven star of everything, but maybe you did, and maybe he pulled up because he's got Iron Man. Um, no, you only need five star to get Iron Man. Oh, seven just goes up to give you extra shards. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. See, math and me, no good. We don't yeah. do that. Uh, but yeah, I the best I can do is four. Let me see. Iron Man, go. Yep, tier five is the one. I'm, I'm short one five star shield agent right now uh, but kurt yeah you've made me very very sad this week what did i do you came out sunday and you showed i me, did not you, <laughs> you came to watch me come out sunday yep and you like hey try this team I'm like all right whatever fucking hulk rules and as much as i still love the hulk i still love the hulk a lot the team you gave me is fucking wrecking face, man. It, that's that's the hand team, right? No, I can't do the hand team. The hand team oh. is too separate for me. No, it's the Yondu. Shut up, Klaus. I saw you fist pumping. Fuck oh. You. Yondu, <laughs> Hawkeye. Because I, I said, oh, I want a Hawkeye team. Hawkeye, he just he intrigues me. I want him to be like, hey, try. Hawkeye, Yondu, uh, Drax, Quake. And um, Night Nurse. Night Nurse. Thank you. Yeah. And Night Nurse is my most powerful character, period, right now. Uh, she's six stars. Quake, six stars. Drax is five stars. Hawkeye is probably the weakest on the team, and I've been boosting him very quickly. And even weak, he, he's not a strong hitter. He's a strategist. And I yeah. fucked up this week, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But I've been playing it. I've been playing the shit out of that team. I'm I'm five, uh, tier, tier five on Blitz. So I'm getting 2.5 multiplier. I've actually gotten my arena down from 3,000 to like 2,300 without trying too hard. <sighs> yeah, that's a great team. It is a great team. Wait, so so it's let's go team. through this team again. It's Yondu. Yep. Yes. Quake. Yes. Yep. Night Nurse. Yes. Hawkeye. And who's the last one? Drax. Right. So how did you convince Charles to start playing with the meta team that we've been talking about for months? He's drunk. He was drunk. I was drunk. <laughs> I was. I was drunk. Like, what do you guys want me to do? And he's like, try. He's really crafty. Hey, what you said you like Hawkeye? The only way 
my justice boner would be bigger right now is if you somehow had snuck Black Widow onto that team. And then I would just be like, I told you so. Oh, I, okay. My my Big Bang team, you're going to love this. Actually, I got to pull it up so I can give you the right, the right crew here. Uh, just because I like playing with Deadpool, I wanted to try something different. This is my B team. And it, it's a Big Bang. It's Deadpool, Black Widow, Rocket Raccoon, Gamora, and Crossbones. And that team has gone undefeated as well. Now, as I got into the danger zone, I only played with um, your team, Kurt. But uh, yeah. yeah, I got up to four. I got because I haven't I haven't played a whole lot of Blitz in last week since I'm on vacation, and all that bad. But I've been saying in tier one, right? And I whatever, I don't care. It's just, and uh, I started playing and started going undefeated with with the Deadpool team. And I really enjoyed playing with your team. I put the, your team in the arena and it was doing well. I'm like, wow. And I under, and the key is I understand how it works. Yeah. That for me is key is I put together some teams. I just don't understand the synergy. This one I get. And so I sure know I got that tier four and I got that last block that I can never fucking get past. And I destroyed and I got into tier five danger. There's cap. I can wreck cap's face all goddamn day long, man. But I will tell you one thing I learned today. Especially, it's in arenas, the only place I think you can see it this way. Stay away from Rocket Raccoon if he has a purple ring around him. Because he single-handedly just slaughtered my team with that purple ring. I was like, okay. okay. That 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 uh, number one attack with him, with the splash damage, is a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, with that purple ring, he's so gear-tiered up, it's not even funny. And, and yeah. But here's where I messed up. I had a strategy. I had a plan. My air burst on Hawkeye is at level five, which does 140% damage to everybody, applies blind to uh, primary target, 50% chance to apply blind to three additional targets. Level six is apply blind to all targets. I'm like, I want to get that because that's a perfect part of that strategy. And I was in a rush and I went, oh, Hawkeye's got the red dots. And I powered up his first attack. I'm like, as soon as I did, I'm like, oh, oh shit, oh, shit. And, and I mean, it'll be, I'm 10 away from getting what I need. You know, one more raid or one more uh, yeah. you know, challenge tomorrow and I'll have it or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I pissed myself. I was like, stupid jackass. So yeah, that level six apply blind to all ta- targets is awesome. Right. It is awesome. Oh my God. I was playing today and it was a good battle. It's close. I'm like, oh, here goes Quake. I'm gonna lose at least three. My two minions, at least one of my main, and went foof, and nobody moved. Away. <gasps> shit, that bitch is blind. She get hit. Shit. <laughs> and it was, it was so awesome. I probably shouldn't be derogatory to females, but you know, I wasn't because I you got probably awesome shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not being derogatory. You can see it in the smile and the tone, but you know, the words are words. Whatever. So. I'm enjoying Yondu, man. I, I mean, I've liked all the characters you suggested, but yes, I I, I, I pulled up Hulk and just looked at him. Along with, I love you, man. I love you. I know when I get you seven stars and and tier gear eleven, you're gonna go, you're gonna be the best. I swear, I love you. <laughs> I do love my Hulk, man. He's still on my raid team because the raids are easy enough for me now. I, I'll play him on the raid team because I, I do. I thoroughly enjoy using the Hulk, but. I thoroughly enjoy winning the shit out of stuff, too. So. <laughs> and it's faster, Klotz. It's what you, I think, and Phil were, were yelling at me for. It's like, but wouldn't you want to win faster? She win more stuff. Yeah. You know what it is? Uh, yeah, Lance. You know, fuck all the haters. I still love the Hulk. 
He's never touched <laughs> me wrong. Jake King Bad says uh, Deadpool has a chance to shake up the meta, but I think his lack of recordability hurts him. Exactly. Exactly is the way that that is how I see that. Um, my thoughts, like, what about you, Klotz? Uh, good stuff going on in the game? Uh, okay. No. <laughs> uh, I'm losing steam, boys. There's a I, pill for um, that. Yeah. I, uh, how to, how to put this? I don't want to. Well, for one thing, I took last week's show off. Uh, one, because, um, we had, uh, you know, we did breaking the panel without you, Charles. And then Phil and I also recorded, uh, an extra show for our patrons about E3 and that show went two hours. So I was like, uh, that was the same day that we know Like it was today of last week. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, was yeah. like, I think I'm going to take the night off. Cause I knew that Brian and Kurt could, could do a good job together. <laughs> um, and, and actually get a show done relatively quickly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a lot of fatigue at the moment. If I'm honest, um, really the big thing well two things one it's because i have to play through blue stacks hopefully that will change this weekend i'm planning to pick up a new phone as long as i can make sure that it's available um so you know hopefully by the end of the weekend i will be rip roaring on a nice brand new shiny phone that can run this game with no problems uh but the other thing is honestly i'm still really frustrated with drop rates i yeah. yeah it's um I got into uh, about a week ago. I got into a bit of an argument on Reddit with somebody because there's a handful of people in the subreddit that make the argument that if you complain about drop rates, that you're just lazy and you just want everything given to you and, you know, everything is perfectly fine and that this was, you know, all done by design and, and yeah. And my response to that is, I understand that this is all done by design. That doesn't mean that design is particularly good or fair. Right. And, and I'm going to hold that position. And, um, you know, if, if we had anybody who was on the dev team on this show, I would still hold that position. I'm never going to back off of that. Um, I'm not saying I want it to be, you know, I, it, Charles, early on, you expressed a real concern about, things would fall apart if you were, if everything was too easy to do, right? Yeah. If it, it was too it, easy to get everybody yeah. too easy to get them all leveled up, you, you'd run out of things to do. Eventually you'd get bored. It's that Spartan mentality that we used to have with, uh, right. Avengers Alliance. We get that, bored and wait for the next character to come out. Right. Once people had hit max level and had pretty much everything. I mean, there were people who were, I remember people saying like, Oh, I have like literally almost everything you can possibly have. You know, and they were like working on the last one or two things that they just hadn't, you know, grinded out or whatever. I get that, but we are nowhere near that right now. No, and my, no we're not. My big concern is it takes so much time and energy to try to get any character shards or to get any equipment pieces, and like it just—I feel like the the momentum is just—it just falls right off a cliff, and so my enjoyment factor in that regard falls off the cliff with it. You know what I mean? It's like when I'm trying to farm like, and it's really notable because of the Iron Man event. So you're trying to farm these shield characters for this event. And it's like, you've got to get, you know, your five of them initially, which I had, you know, so that's no problem. And then you've got to farm the shards to rank up the star level so that you can get deeper into, you know, into it to do more. And it's just like, you know, you'll run through a node and you'll do the five clears and maybe you'll get a drop. Maybe you won't. 
yeah. and you'll do a refresh and you'll maybe get a drop. Maybe you won't. And on average, I'm finding that for every five clears, my average is about one drop of two shards. Now that's, that's normal. That's not on the double days, obviously. Yeah. Um, so that's about a, a, you know, simple napkin math. That's about a 20% drop rate. And you know how I feel about 20% Charles. You think it's a big number. <laughs> uh, well, in this case, when you're talking about farming character shards where you need, I believe the it takes 810 shards to max out a character. Sounds about right. Correctly. Yeah. When you're, you know, for one particular node, for one particular character, when you're spending you know, 60, 80, whatever, like several hundred energy on that node per five clears and you're spending cores and you're still only getting like two, four, six, maybe 10 shards a day. If you do the math on that, if you're doing that every single day, it takes a minute. it's going to take forever to get any of these characters very high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, now let me ask you a question about that. Cause I, I've just been kind of thinking about this, you know, different way and and i think for me the pain is more acute because like you can you can go through that energy and go through mm-hmm. those instantly right it, yeah. It, it's yeah you, you hit auto win five and and you're you're done um if we had to actually play those like if you had to actually go in and then click auto like still have the auto, but but it has to play through the fight. Like early future fight where you had to open yeah. a level and they could run through it for you, but you had to let it, it run through. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Would that feel less painful? And I don't know that. I, I don't I, know. The answer to I that. actually think it would be worse. If, yeah, it was you worse didn't for me. adjust drop rates. So what you're saying is, so the the average fight would probably take at least a minute to two minutes. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So if you're going to clear that five times a day, assuming no refreshes for each character node that you're farming right now, say you're preparing for the Iron Man event. So I think at least three of the shield characters are farmable through nodes, if not more. Actually, it's probably more. I think you can farm an entire team. Yeah. So if you're talking about 10 minutes per node, you know what I mean? Per, you know, for a character and some characters have multiples and some don't, if you still are only getting two shards, right. That's going to feel horrible. No, no, and I get that. I guess, I guess I'm putting, I'm putting a little bit of value on the game experience itself. And while I understand that that would feel very redundant and boring at a certain mm-hmm. point, it it still feels like because it's such such an instantaneous loss of energy. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, it it feels like if you at least had to go through the fight. You might be getting something out of that. You might be getting some, uh, like a visceral reaction, and not any value, <laughs> like well, of, of any tangible sort, but but some sort of like gameplay uh, positive yeah. reaction. You know what I'm talking about? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the I just, joy of playing the game. I guess, I guess, uh, uh, to a certain extent, yeah. versus pulling the slot machine handle and oh, didn't get any this time. Put in another fifty. Yeah. And that, that's I, you're you're both right. And on Future Fight, I, I I got out of the game when it's like I have to grind it by letting them just run through the level yeah. and hope. And it wasn't enough. I've always liked I liked him and they like this in Future Fight when you actually play the level, you get experience for your characters. Oh, if man, you do the auto, 
Nice. Sorry. Six pulls. I see that. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, that, Fox Next is like, we're going to make this guy. We're going to hit the button while they're on the air. And you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. No kidding. But like in Future Fight, when you hit autoplay, you didn't get any experience. So I like the trade-off of when when I came back the second time. The first time is just crap. But the second time is better than improved it. But here, it's weird. Korath Angels shined on me the other night. So I like I, I like I do like him as a character in this game. I enjoy how he plays. I understand how he plays. So I'm, like, I'm gonna pop him up. I was right at the edge of, of ranking him up with star level. And so I hit hit like you said, hit farm five, whatever it is. Auto five. Boom. Got four to eight shards. I'm like, holy crap. I forget what it was. It's like in that range. It's, it's single digits, but it's decent. I'm like, all right. You know what? I, I hoard my cores. Let me refresh for 50 cores. Why not? Ba-ding, boom. Another 10 shards. Shit. Do it again. Ba-ding, boom. Another 10 shards. Like, all right, I got my stars. I'm going to quit while I'm ahead and cash out. Oh, but man. then I went to Bullseye, who I need for the Merc to get up. And he's he's Bullseye and one other are close enough that I could possibly get four star uh, a team of four-star Mercs for, to do that raid when that comes out. Uh, I'm not even trying on the shield. I'm not even close to getting that fifth shield star. It's going to take forever, so I'll get it next time around, whatever. Um, and nothing on Bullseye. Nothing on Bullseye. I wasn't doing power core refreshes. I just, okay, tried it, used all my energy, did an energy refresh because at the end of the night I needed to get my 600, so did an energy refresh anyway. Pull Bullseye again, nothing. Because I have two shards I can, or two uh, nodes I can farm on him. And then the next day, nothing. I haven't gotten a single Bullseye shard in this entire Merc boosted event mm-hmm. going on right now, so there's definitely a, a the rates are weird, but well yeah, you know when so, you, when they hit for you like that that Korath run, I'm super happy, but the rest of the time it's eh, whatever. Well, so yeah, I just ran Yandu, I did three sets of Yandu, and I got a ton. I got like over ten shards because it was making a liar out of me. But then <laughs> I did Night Nurse. I did the first rotation got none. Uh, the next one got two, and then the third one got four. So my 20% kind of held up there. Now, that's not a huge sample size, but I pay attention when I do it. And more often than not, I feel like I'm basically going to get two per five clear. I'd um, agree with that. I, like, just it, it, it's so static in that regard that I feel like it's got to be, I've got to be pretty close to what the numbers are behind the, you know, behind the screen. Now, are we um, still, I'm sorry, are we still in the double Merc Shard? Time clock or no? Oh, uh, because I just did Korath again. I got two, so I don't think we are. Yeah, no, I don't think we are. I think uh, eight o'clock Eastern time. Okay, is twelve o'clock UTC. But yeah, so you just had a good run. But it's that's that is the unusual of it. The good run. Well, and he's Yandu's not. Yandu had nothing to do with that. Well, no, I know. I'm just saying in general, you had a good run. And so you know, people people have been like, well, it's a double event, and it's like, but the meme that's going around is, you know two times zero is zero. zero. Yep. You know what I mean? So right. like it, it's one of those things. And, and, you know, we've talked about future fight a few times because it does have a lot of similarities. Obviously this game feels to me, this game feels a lot like it's a weird hybrid between Marvel Avengers Alliance two and future fight. Like it yeah. has so, so much of the pedigree of, but it's almost like they made a kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and also obviously galaxy of heroes. Cause so much of, the mechanics of this game are like lifted right off of galaxy of heroes. Um, and so like the thing about future fight is like, I always felt like 
the ratio was roughly one character shard per run. You know, sometimes yeah. it'd miss, you know yeah. what I mean? You were yeah. doing, if you were doing the clear tickets or whatever, you know, you might clear it 10 times and you'd see like, you only got eight or you got nine or whatever, yeah, six but it generally felt like every time you went through, you got something, you know, got one for the most part. And you knew that so, was your max for the day as well. You knew 10 was your max. So you can get out of that mm-hmm. node in that day. Yep. So, so would it, would it feel better if, if you were guaranteed one? Yeah. You could get more. Oh, yeah. You could get more. Yeah, absolutely. But, but but you could get you would be guaranteed at least one. I feel like this game would be greatly improved if every time you ran one of the character nodes at current cost, you were guaranteed at least one shard and you had a chance to get more. So um, so the question that I would have though is one per five run or one per one run? I would say one per clear. And only one, not like a drop where it's two, but just literally one shard. So if you cleared five That'd you be get one five. shot. You get five by shots. Def- de- by default, you'd be expected to get five. Because okay. then what it what it becomes is you now can plan your allocation, right? You can plan your resources and say, yeah. I am go you know, I'm gonna get this much energy every day. These are the characters right. that I'm focused on. And you can make changes and have, you know, ex- expected outcomes. Okay, and I'm playing devil's advocate here. But yeah. okay, so then if you guaranteed at least one per clear, mm-hmm. what if they what if they doubled the amount of shards needed to recruit a, a, a hero? That would be insane. It would just well, and, be- and double. I'm I'm throwing double out as a yeah. number pulled from my ass. I, you know, I'm I'm I, I'm saying if let's let's say it's twenty five percent more um, than what it is now. If you were still guaranteed one per clear, would that feel as painful as it does now? I don't. I think it's just it's making the same problem in a different way. You know what I mean? The, the issue is that progress is super slow right. and it takes a tremendous amount of resources. Um, Cause this is the thing, like people have pointed that out. They're like, well, we don't want you to max out all your characters super quickly and everything. And I'm like, I get that, but I want to be able to max a few characters, not super quickly, but relatively quickly, or at least maybe not max, but get them up to a competitive level so that, you know, they're pulling their weight right. in particular yeah. for the raid meta. You know what I mean? Yep. What for, I don't have fun running the same team in every single mode. You know what I mean? Right. Like arena. My arena team is the same as my, you know, with one change for my raid team, for my mission clear team, for my blitz team, my good blitz team. You know what I mean? I don't really enjoy those fights anymore because it's just playing out an expected outcome with a little bit of RNG. But if I could get those guys to a serviceable level, which my main team is at now, if I could pretty readily start working on a bunch of other characters and bringing them up close to that level, then I would feel like, Oh, now it opens up all this diversity and I can really play with team builds and and figure out what works with each other. But like, if you just look at my screen here, you know, my, my top team is clear. It's on the top row in the power level between my top five, six, seven characters. And then who's below it is, Almost double, you know what I mean? Triple, yeah, yep. in fact, because my my Hulk is bad. Because Hulk is bad. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, and so that's my thing. Is it's you know with Avengers Alliance, when a new character came out. So let, let's say you were a new player. You know, obviously you were encouraged to get a handful of really strong characters early in the game. Right. You focus on doing everything you can to make them as good as possible. And then let's say the Spec Ops came out and you got the new character. Right you could immediately take that new character and work them into your teams and try things out. And that's how, as time went on, things just kept getting 
more dynamic. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's all these different potential builds and new players can jump into the, but now it was tough to catch up in Avengers Alliance. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say that it was easy, but you could build teams that were pretty playable. And the whole thing is when you got a new character, that new character was immediately a candidate. If they were of any quality at all, to play with your big boys, you know what yes, I mean. Sure. And in this game, that is not the case. You know what I mean. It, it takes so long to get somebody up to fighting fit that yeah. a, new, a new new person on your team, and it's kind of what um, I'm trying to think. It was ah uh, uh, yeah, Ja King was saying you know about Deadpool how he could shake up the meta. He could, but the big problem with him is he's only going to be so strong for most people. You know, and he he has that progress gated right now until we have a new way to acquire his character shards and stuff. Right. So you can you can boost his equipment, you can boost his skills to a certain point, but there's a cap on how how big and tough he can actually get. So he can't, you know, unless you were in an alliance that completely pounded that event and you you know you've really gotten the most out of it and gotten pretty lucky, there's you're only going to be able to get him so far. You know what I mean? Until more stuff is available. And so some people yeah. are happy with that. I am personally not happy with that. I, I would much rather be able to play with more diverse builds and really try things out. And I just don't think you can, like, I don't think you can get a good, a good data sample of like, let's, when I got Scientist Supreme, right? Out of the, uh, yeah, the mega the, orb. The big, yeah, the mega orb. It would take me weeks, months even, to get her up to a level where I could put her up with my main guys to see if she's any good. And then I might find out that she's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's also the thing, though, like I like I play around with different teams, but I use uh, Blitz to do that. Um, and, yes. and just, just to play around. And, and they're successful teams. They're just a lower level. So, yeah, progress can be slower, but at least I'm getting the satisfaction of playing with fun teams and fun mm-hmm. variations and things like that. So I think, I think there's some value there. I'm, and I'm not discounting what you're saying at all. I mean, I don't have a max character mm-hmm. right now. Charles, do you have a max? Not quite. Uh, I've got, okay. So night nurse is tier 10. I'm two pieces away from 11, which I think is the max right now. And then I've got six, five, six, three. So I need to level up her passive and her second attack and then she'll be max. So that's as close as I've gotten, uh, which is pretty close for me. But yep, yeah. And, and so I acknowledge that Blitz allows you to experiment with different teams, but it's kind of what I was just saying. Where so like your your power level eight thousand, like my power level eight thousand Electra. If I take her out in Blitz, I'm not getting a good snapshot of what her capabilities are. Her at, ultimate capabilities, sure. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't have her full kit. I don't have, you know, her gear's not all the way up. So she's not, and she's also not facing opponents in Blitz that are on that level. You know, because that's the other thing is. Right. You you can, like, Charles, we bust your balls about Hulk, but, like, you you were adamant that Hulk was great because you you basically bulldozed through everything that got in your way with it. Like, you mm-hmm. you just ground out everything because you really liked that character. Yeah. And but I invested a lot of time and energy. Too. Right, a lot of time and energy yeah. into it. But the reality is, 
if you had the ability to take to test max level, you know, max equipped characters and mm-hmm. play around with them for a few days, you would run into the reality of what other people were trying to tell you, which is, oh wow, when I take X character and get them the tank for my team, they can take this many hits where he can only take this. Right. And when right. I take X other character and have them attack somebody and try to kill them, they're chunking out X amount of you know what I mean? And yes. so that's the thing is you see the real capability of these characters at maximum. Well, you know, yeah, and to your point, I remember Blue. What was the Superman character? Blue Marvel, Blue Marvel, Blue Marvel. I I, I never heard him when he came out. Uh, He just, I just remember going, okay, got it, got him from the PvP or whatever Spec Ops, whatever we got him from, right? Recruited him like that, and immediately started throwing him in uh, to that extra room that would level him up, right? Just had all those resources ready. Didn't even play with him until he's max level. Then, you know, I played with the – we always had charts and stuff to simulate what crystals would do, and I played with the crystal loadout. Then I loaded him out. So I had a max level character within a few days of getting him. Mm-hmm. Then I remember going, now I'm ready to see what he can do and what teams he works with. And threw yeah. him in and started playing with him, started figuring it out, trying to break the toy and seeing how it worked well. And mm-hmm. here, like I just saw Baron Mordo. We've got the Baron Mordo blitz going on now. And I remember it was a $20 character. You got a two-star Baron Mordo for 20 bucks plus some other whatever, extraneous stuff. And, yes, all the deals are for whales. But I looked at it and went, you know, the one thing keep me from buying that because I like having new characters. I like playing with new toys. I like his loadout. Man, his, his ability block and his anti-heal, yeah, those things are great. Or whatever. I forget exactly what it is. But whatever he does, I remember reading it and going, I like that. That's my kind of play. Mm-hmm. But – He's going to be stuck at two stars no matter what I do, period. Because he, I, I, right now, currently, I can't farm him. I can't invest him. Hell, I've got Night Nurse. Uh, she's probably going to be my first max character. I've had her at that level. Well, because she just got to that level this week. But I've had her close for a month and a half, two months now. Same mm. with um, with uh, Quake. Is I, She's now my third top most powerful character. And it's taken forever. I got her in in beta, and it's taken forever to get her to this level. So that's to your point. I don't mind being forced to play with other characters, and and I'm with Kurt on. I play with the things in Blitz, but you're right. It doesn't always show you how it's going to play out in the end. I fully believed in day one when I got Electra, or the first day I had Electra. It probably wasn't day one, but I thought she's going to be my first max character. Oh my god, she's and she was amazing for what she was at the time. And as as the levels grew and the meta changed, she's great, but she's not amazing. And very quickly, she got replaced on my teams with other characters. You know, the other thing about the the Electra thing, so she got nerfed coming in to the launch, global launch, right? Hard. I don't remember, honestly. Yeah, she got nerfed hard. Oh, she, she was much better before. From I, what I know they, they made her better in beta. But I wasn't really playing with her by the time we got to World Launch. And, and subsequently, Crossbones was much worse before, and he got better. Yeah, he, he got, got better. Um, but what I'm, what I'm working up to here is when it takes this sheer amount of time, energy, and resource to, you know, to bring a character up as far as you can, if they do a rebalance... Now, I'm not saying that they have since Global Launch, which Global Launch is the perfect time to do a major, you know, balance pass yeah. and, and, you know, basically iron out some of your kinks. But 
also the you know the, the farming rates were higher in beta too you guys got better drop land rates. of milk and honey man land right of milk and, and, honey. and so you know and and that that's another thing that contributes to this is the sentiment that i'm expressing here isn't uncommon among global launch players who've been playing catch up because it was so good for beta players like it was yeah the literally the land of milk and honey um yeah. And we've we've I've I've talked to some other global launch players, and we've been trying to compare ourselves to like you guys, you know, you beta players, and it's like we're nowhere near catching up to you guys. Not really. Like we we might all be max level for the most part now, but our characters aren't as strong as yours are. You know what I mean? And they right. won't be for a long time. So um, so that that actually kind of brings up one of the things I was hoping we talk about a little bit, and that is the gold controversy. Oh yeah, is there because a new gold controversy? Well, the you know about the new players? Oh yeah, yeah, I'd heard thing. that. It's like yeah, I've I've seen games. It, it's and, the and, and I've heard. I mean, I've on in Reddit they're they're talking like some some you know global launch guys are saying yeah you know uh, I created a second account and and now I'm sitting on three million and I can't spend it fast enough. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, okay. By all means, it's a controversy. By all means, it's kind of shitty. But that's the world we've lived in for decades now. Hey, come to AT and T, or hell, I'll do my own company, Verizon. I've been with Verizon for thirteen years. But if I were to sign up as a new customer, I get a free iPhone. Yeah. Oh, yeah so that, that, how about reward me that been here for thirteen years? At <laughs> all? That's all well and good, but that doesn't mean it's good. Like that doesn't. That's not something we should encourage. I'm not saying we should encourage it. I just don't know how to change it. Because we're living. So the situation that's kind of created here is beta players got, what was it, two months and some change extra, maybe even three months. You got all this extra time to play, to learn the ropes and everything. You got to farm at much better farm rates for free. You also got access to characters that got shuffled out of being farmable. Yep. Global launch comes along. Global launch players like myself come in. We start playing. We've been playing for over two months now. And now we're hearing about this new player gold situation, which apparently is also not for it's everyone. Not, it's not for everyone. It's not It's not just I made a new account and I automatically get you know all these extra gold drops. Right. It's, they're doing A slash B groups for testing, which is insane. Like they're testing in a live environment. Right. You know, like, so now you've got this weird dichotomy of beta players had these monumental advantages because there was no wipe at the end of beta launch players start well launch players started you know playing catch up and under different conditions than the beta players had months to play under right and now new players are starting under completely different conditions potentially than the the global launch players had and so you have this chunk of people who are now caught in the middle of this potentially that are like what the fuck like we we, yeah. we waited for this game with bated breath. You know what I mean? We were waiting for this game to come out. We were excited. It came out. We all started our accounts on day one. You know what I mean? And this is the group that you're basically just like whatever to. You know what I mean? Because you've given these crazy advantages to either ends of the spectrum. And, you know, the people who showed up that, that made this game a success. Because, I mean, that's the other thing is uh, I saw there's a Reddit thread about estimated earnings and um the estimated earnings for last month is around six million dollars um now granted that's not confirmed by the company that's a lot for an app like that's it doesn't oh yeah for a mobile app that's really good money 
Well, shit, Pokemon Go is just minting gold. Well, in it, isn't it? that's Pokemon. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't study these things, so I you know I hear. I mean, okay, granted, it's not a AAA title. If Halo only made six million dollars, it's a flop, right? You know. So, right, but that's I, that's a game it, that's going to have. Right. Yeah, I mean. So I, I'm just saying where my mentality is coming from is I'm, I'm learning. We're not talking a, like talking about now. from launch till now. We're talking last month. That's it. Yeah. In revenue, you know what I mean. So like, the game is successful, and there's no, it doesn't okay. show signs of slowing either because it's been ramping up. Yeah. But you've got this chunk of the community that's like, why, why are like, why are you leaving us out in the cold? You know what I mean? Now I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second and say, what if, what if they are doing testing to try to avoid? I mean, let's say, what if the community managers are listening to everything we're saying and, and casino saying and mobile gamers saying and all these other people, and they're saying, okay, as 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 community managers and then the producers as well going that we're having to push back against marketing and the money people going this is upsetting the community the game will die we got to fix it so what if this was the compromise to say hey we want to avoid what we had in maa which was if you got in at a certain point you're never going to catch up and then the marketing people are going but we want to make sure people are spending money so maybe this is a test that hopefully and i'm playing devil's advocate because i want to think to the positive Hopefully, this is a test that gets a happier ground that we all get a boost, a measurable boost in gold that finds a middle ground for that, the company. That, that would so be. Think, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I've, I've talked enough. I guess. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, no, all I was going to say is I, I think, Charles, the, the only mistake you might be making is I don't think they give a crap about MAA. Well, I, I mean, that, I that think, situation, not MAA well, specifically. No, I, I guess. It's weird, and only because I, I I've been involved in the game development end of things, and and there are there's a certain point where they're not concerned with what other games have done. Okay, they're gonna do it this yeah. way, regardless of whether or not that's that's a smart thing to do. I okay. I think I, okay. I think that that they get they get really hyper focused on what they're doing that they really are going well. We're different than them, so we need we can't compare ourselves. Yeah, and, and I think that's a mistake. Um, and, and if they're looking at the, you know, top grossing games in Google play, for example, and they see galaxy of heroes is still up there and future fights still up there. Um, that's what they're looking at. They're looking at those numbers, not, not the mechanics, but the numbers. And they are a couple of different groups of they, right? You got the money people there, you got the producers, developers, and you got the community managers. They, oh yeah, no, absolutely. That's. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you, Kurt. And, well, um, so, so Charles, to touch on what you were saying there, the the issue is there's no good excuse for testing this goal change in a live environment. That's fair. Like, like y- you are creating do not okay. So there's always going to be inequality in the system based on people's dedication level. You know, if they're literally sitting here and using every scrap of energy they can every day, they're maximizing their potential every day. They're potentially putting money into the game to get advantages in that regard. We're never going to have a perfectly equal system, but that's not what reasonable people are asking for. Right. However, what we are talking about is a situation where beta players played essentially a different game than global launch players That's did. Fair. And now we are all playing the same game, but all of those advantages carried over. And now we are presenting a new situation where a, a relatively small group of new players are now playing a different game as well 
but still in the same, you know what I mean? It's the same yes. mix. And they're getting advantages that like, on one hand, I understand the catch up mechanic thing, but it's a resource that is still like, it's not like people who played at global launch are good on gold now. You know what I mean? Like it's right. not like, cause, oh, yeah. Cause yeah. some of the games I play, for example, bleach brave souls has done a lot of catch up mechanics in this regard. When I first started playing the game over a year ago, it was really tough to get, you know, your first couple characters to max level, to get them geared up, to be able to do clear all the content as it came out week after week. You know what I mean? That was a, right. that was a really tough uphill battle. But once you got your first team set, you were good to go and you could, then it became a game of Pokemon, you know, collect them all as the new banner comes out with the new characters, you, you try to get them and everything. And then you work them up and you get the right gear for them. And it's fun. And that's the, the long tooth of the game, right? It's the initial rush of getting to the top and then, you, you know, getting to play with all the different toys. They've done catch up things, but most of those catch up things have been anybody who was already at the cutting edge of what was going on doesn't affect them negatively because they're they're good to go and it just yeah. makes it easier for them going forward that's not the situation we're in because even you guys beta players are still gold starved yep. yeah you know what i mean so yeah and e despite all the advantages you had initially i just don't really approve of testing something like this in a live environment because that's the other thing i have to feel like they assumed people wouldn't notice yeah, but that's crazy. In this day and age, everybody knows. Yeah, I, people. I'm sorry. Have you heard of this thing, little thing called Reddit? It's kind of <laughs> new. But have you heard of there. the internet? The internet. I mean, yeah. All it takes is somebody, like a, a, a somebody, getting into the game, doing a stream or something, and just sitting there, go playing through the new player experience, and somebody tuning in and being like, "Well, wait a minute, you're getting you get all that money. You're getting a bunch <laughs> of gold for those dailies. You know, like that's all it takes for it to get outed. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Yeah, and that I, I don't. I think Future Fight handled it just as poorly. So, like I said, I dropped out of the game, and our good friend of, of uh, from the Helicarrier days, uh, Mark Parrott, was always in it, and he was always trying to get Klotz and Ibit and I into playing the game and this and the other. And I'd play it. I was like, I'm just not interested. He's a grind. He's, he's, yeah, they've made these improvements. They've had this. Then, because I've been out of the game almost, 300, almost a full year, because it's like 362 days or something when it counted yeah. when I had been gone. Uh, but then he said, hey, Now's the time to jump back in because they're giving rewards to get people back in the game. And I jumped in, and sure enough, it said, hey, you've been gone for 360-something games and – or days, rather. And here's this. Here's – I mean, just F ton of resources. And they handed me a six-star Tier 2 character that I got to pick. And I didn't yeah. know what I was doing. I got lucky and picked the right one because she looked cool. It's the Sharon Carter uh, Cap America. And she yeah. just looked really cool, and I loved her moveset because they'd show off her movesets before you picked them. And, like, man, yeah. she looks badass. I'll pick that one. I got fortunate. I picked the right one uh, for the meta uh, mm -hmm. at the time. But I didn't know what I was doing. But they handed me this thing that took Mark months, if not longer, to earn all the shards and get all the materials to get her right. to tier two, this and that and the other. But, and, but that's a little different, though. Uh, so, is it? Because that's, that's an incentive to come back and play because yeah. you hadn't been playing. Okay. And and there was some talk on Reddit this week about an incentive that people were sending out. I think it was like 45 shards of Quake, 45 or uh yeah, 45 shards of Quake, 45 shards of Hawkeye and a bunch of gold. I don't remember what it was. And people were losing their freaking minds about it until somebody went through and said, "Well, wait. If they actually had been playing during this time, oh, yeah, they would have way more. They than probably that. would have way more than that." And yeah. and so uh, but still, but it's a and there early, are people who aren't right? listening to that. 
To me, that's What's early. That? I mean, this game is I'm by all counts six months old at best. Is yeah. that really the time to be throwing out, hey, come back and play with us packages? Well, uh, if most of the money on a game is spent in the first six months. Fair enough. Maybe. maybe. Fair uh, enough. I don't have their data, but I would wager that most of the money that is spent is spent in the first week. Probably. You might be right. I bet you, I bet you a tremendous amount of revenue comes in from new players playing that first week. And then it probably tapers off dramatically, especially when they start to realize that the, the true state of the economy in the game. And they realize that that money's not going to go very far based on the offers that are generally yeah. offered up. Um, yeah, no. So I bet you that tapers off. And so the, the idea, the idea with this kind of this gold buff for new players is like, let's just churn through new players. Let's get a bunch of new players in. They'll play for a little while. And if they drop off, they drop off, but they'll probably spend the money. Now, business wise, sure. That's a really, yeah, that you know, is a, a business. Tactic. That is a yep. profitable strategy. I'm going to put it this way. Yes. That is a profitable strategy. The problem is you're churning burning. You know what I mean? Yep. Now, the marketplace right now is dense. There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of mobile games out there. There's a lot of Marvel mobile games out there. Like we've we've talked about two or three of them tonight. You know, yeah. Contest of Champions is still a thing. Yep. You've got Future Fight. You know, there's there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, you know, yeah, like you're you're basically kind of, you're pumping dumping a little bit. You know what I mean? You're like you're bringing people in. You're hoping to get a few bucks out of them, and if they want, if they walk away, it's no skin off your back. But um, uh, the, the, something that's similar to what you were talking about with Future Fight, Charles, is uh, World of Warcraft does, uh, every time a new expansion comes out for the last few, they've give, they'll give you a max level character boost for the max level going into the expansion. Okay. So, like, for example, uh, Battle for Azeroth comes out in two months, or just under two months. When, when you pre-order it, you will get a 110 character uh, boost which means you can pick any class you can take an existing character you have or any other character you know new character that you want to start create them use the boost on them and they go bam right up to the max level of the current state of the game now the idea behind that is that will let you go play around in what the current content is and you'll be up caught up so that you can join everybody else in the new content right so you can feel viable in the game and not like, holy you can crap, I'm play playing the, with giants. Because there, there's two games for most games, right? There is the initial game of getting me getting into this game, getting up to the point where everybody gets where they're either your max level. And in our game here, it's level 60. You know, it's getting to do raids and stuff like that, having a relatively high tier character. In yeah. World of Warcraft, it's hitting max level. And then, like, if you look at the, the time played on characters... Getting the max level takes a couple of weeks, usually, if you grind it out from the beginning. And then you'll play potentially hundreds, if not thousands of hours at max level on that character. Because yeah. the real game is at max level. And you know that that was the case with Avengers Alliance. That's the case with most games, honestly. Most online games, multiplayer games, mm-hmm. the bulk of the game is at max level. So when you offer a free catch-up, that, that's not giving you the whole game. In the case of Future Fight, that's just letting you have one character that can get stuff done so you can start farming other characters and stuff. Because you couldn't do Shadowlands, you couldn't do the boss battles, you you know, the the enemy battles. There was so much stuff that all that dude was basically get you in the door, but you couldn't clear everything. And that's a, a similar situation we'd face here. You know what I mean? If there's no way 
a new character is going to walk in and clear like the raids that we're doing in our alliance, for example. Yeah. Right. It's going to take them weeks to, and that's that's what we're experiencing with the global launch players is you know people like uh, Frank and myself and a few others who are in the alliance. You know we when we do we're doing the Deadpool raids, the level sixty Deadpool raids. These level fifty Ultimus raids are no problem. Like we clear yeah. our lanes. The later lanes are a little bit rough for us, but we could power through them if we had to. That those Deadpool raids at level sixty were horrible for us. You know, <laughs> at first, yeah. Well, just in general, for 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 the most part, any anybody who's like around my approximate power level, we were going in and clearing a node maybe, or throwing ourselves on the node that the you know the next node in line and just suiciding and hoping that we took out a couple characters. You know what I mean? Right. So there's this huge power gap between. You know what I mean? Getting started and then getting to quote unquote max level. And then there's still even more a huge power gap between what's max your, level. What's your power right now? What do you mean? Is it your roster? You'll see your, your power. Uh, maybe it's not roster. There's a place to Hit see your profile. Your, Hit your pro- profile? player profile. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm at 90,000 something right now, team power. Mm-hmm. And you're, so there's a fairly significant gap between. Yeah. That's a I. pretty sizable gap. And yeah. it's, it's also an incremental thing. Like early on, you'll make huge jumps. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And yeah. then when you get later on, it's like, Oh, I got, I got 50 more power. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, okay. Before when I was like upgrading a gear tier, I was getting like a thousand, you know? So yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Um, it is kind of early, but that that's kind of the problem with, um, the exceptionally grindy state of the game right now. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's early on, but it's like we're putting all of our effort into our main team. Yeah. And then these events are coming out and they're like, well, we want you to go wide. And Blitz wants you to go wide. Right. You know what I mean? But but raids and PvP, they want you to go focused. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, well, and then that speaks to you know which which game do you want it to be, and 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 give some flexibility to mm-hmm. how people like to play the game, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it, I'd rather it this than just one way. Sure. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, now, yeah. I have a little bit to add on to that too. I'm going to use WoW as another reference point. So what WoW does is it's relatively you can even buy your way to max level, right? But then it becomes the, the progression of ju- just like this game, getting your, your gear level up, right? right and, yeah. and wow, it's eye level. So what they've done is your progress is somewhat gated by time. You know, you can only run so many raids a week and get loot. You can only run so many Mythic Plus dungeons a week. You know, you can get up to a certain point. Like, you can clear every dungeon once. It's time so, gated, basically. Right. So there's a finite amount of progress you can make every week. Now, some weeks are going to be insane for you. You know what I mean? Like you're going to get three or four drops or something like that, or even more potentially. But then you're going to hit this point where like you only need a couple pieces, very specific. You're going to try to run for them and you may or may not get them. Right. Okay. So that becomes the, the, the tail end of that experience is like, well, I'm pretty strong. I'm decent, but like, there's a few more things that can make me as good as I could possibly be. And I may not even ever get there. And that doesn't necessarily matter. It's just the fact that I'm enjoying my overall experience at that point. But 
part of that is that there is a feedback loop, you know, a positive feedback loop of making progress. And the gating means that not everybody rushes to being as insanely powerful as possible right away. As a matter of fact, the the, the gap is insane. Like I remember when I first hit max level a few weeks ago when I came back, because I've only been back a little bit or about two months now. Um, When I first hit the level, I I got into world PVP with somebody who had a higher, way higher eye level. And it was like I was like a child punching on a brick wall. <laughs> no, literally, like the power level was just so high. And it's just like in this game when you're, you know, if I were to fight your team in PvP, Charles, oh, yeah, I yeah. would, I wouldn't, you know, all of my characters wouldn't take out one of your guys. I'm pretty confident. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before they just got smashed. There's that events. big gap. Yeah. So there's a lot of game left. There's a lot of potential grind and a lot of potential gameplay left in the end part of character advancement. And I don't think we lose that if we make the initial process a little bit faster. You know what I mean? Because we're still going to be gated by raid progress, for example. We can only run a one, you know, uh, what is it, roughly 1.33 raids yeah. a day, yeah. something like that. So you can only run so many raids a week. You can only get so many raid rewards a week. You know, And so you can only ad- upgrade so many abilities, right? so on and so forth. You'll only get so much high-level gear materials, right. all that stuff. So there's no real risk if we make it easier to farm characters and make it easier to farm lower level equipment and stuff so that people can get up to a certain baseline. There's still a huge amount of room in the design space for the experience of getting to be as good as you possibly can. Yeah. And I, I want to go back to a point that was made in the room here in a minute after I do a shout out, but to to Mm -hmm. answer to this, I was excited. I could easily get a, a, a character to gear tier six within a matter of days typically and then seven is is investing in time when i got to eight for the first time well actually every time i get the gear tier eight i'm I'm excited when i hit nine i'm like man that that that's an achievement now that i'm at 10 with two characters it's it says something to me it made me go man it was worth the investment these i've seen the difference of when i first started playing with and they're both healers just it just happened to me because i played the the evolution of what rises to the top so if if they have something available. I usually give it to my top team, basically. So my night nurse and my shield medic are both the only two gear tier tens that I have. Everybody else is gated behind waiting for certain mm-hmm. high end catalysts to come through. But I, I'm not mad at that because I got right. up to a feasible level that I can go and play with them. And when I do get that one more piece, I'm excited. And that oh man, like Yondu's tier nine. And mine, I think mine's tier nine too. When I see that, when I right. see that level, it's gonna be a holy day, running around with my shirt off, flipping around. You know, it's gonna matter. And that's what you're saying with the wow is is it should matter. What what has pissed me off is having you know. Okay, I'm gonna use your exalt for Hulk for example because you got six spaces there. But let's say I know you don't do it because it's Hulk. You don't like him. But let's say somebody you liked. Maybe you're not doing them because you got to choose where to spend your gold on oh, you Electra, or you got to choose to spend it on Cap. Or and, and that's where I get. I'm with you on definitely going. I can't get Cap once I get him. It's going to take mm-hmm. me forever to get him viable because I'll get him to gear tier five pretty quickly. But after that, who knows? Um, and well, that's that's going to bring me to a point that here. Go ahead and answer, but that's going we're going to. Well, take a break it, it also that. speaks to the point with with characters like Deadpool and Iron Man, for example, characters that have limited availability. Right. I, I'm not sure that the rat race to get Iron Man or to get Deadpool is necessarily going to pay off because it, it their progress is limited. 
You know what I mean? Be- because of yeah, their limited Thanos. availability, at least yeah. right now. Now, obviously, they released their their statement about the the overall life cycle that they expect for these characters. So I'm sure that a year down the road, we might be facing a situation where Deadpool has his own node and is farmable. Iron Man has his own node and is farmable. But right now, this is the situation. And so that, it's right. yeah. Yeah. It's this crazy race to try to get like you got to get these characters up to five stars so you can run the Iron Man event, and it's like, but why? I'm not going to put them on my main team, which presents the problem. W- what's the point of the carrot if the carrot's you know like a baby carrot? You know, like well, there's the collection mentality, right? Sure, I mean, yeah. Like catch them all, the Pokemon thing, but- or the the ability of hey, I got them. Any event that comes around, I can do the event because I got them all. I mean, seven, seven. I worked really hard to get my Captain America, and when I finally got him, I was like, oh, thank God, and just and it was very satisfying. Now. My Captain America is, uh, let's see, what is he right now? He is. <laughs> oh, God. Is he, wrong, is he wrong pre button. Super Soldier Serum? Is that the problem? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it- He's four star. He's four star, and I'm I'm at sitting at three out of 130 shards. So mm-hmm. so I'm I'm not going to level him up anytime soon, but I was happy to get him, and I'm happy. Yeah, sure. I was happy to. Get him. To, I mean, he's sitting at tier nine. Nice. Right. Well, um, and that, that presents a, a good point, actually, you know, because you both have arrived at nine. Nine seems like an ideal point where, like, so that's like your equivalent of 110, right? And wow, that's yeah, your yeah. max level. It's yep. not quite the same, but it's like you're ready to start raiding. You're ready to, you know, if you're if your characters are at tier nine, they're ready to start participating in the current max level Ultimus raids. They're ready to start participating in all most of these modes. You know, they can really carry their weight. So I think if we if we create a metagame where it's a, a, a significantly bit easier to start getting more characters to that baseline, that new baseline. That's not a bad thing because right. it still leaves all of that gating and all of that selective grinding for advancing beyond that point. Yes. And yes. it still creates plenty of room for like, you know, because it's uh, gear tier 14 is the max, right? Is it 14? Uh, or, I don't know what it is. 14? I thought it was 11. I thought it was 11 or, as well. I oh, thought is it 11? Oh, no. I, well, okay. So there's, but there's still a significant gap there, right? Right. Yeah. So oh, there's, yeah. Still, there's still a lot more to work towards. God, I hope it's not 14. That's going to take two years. Yeah. yeah I mean, I've I don't know where I got the number 14. I might be messing it up with something else. But my point is, like, getting a whole bunch of characters, you know, if, you're, if your day-to-day grind is, okay, X amount of resources are absolutely going to my main team, but I can pretty readily go farm a whole bunch of stuff for all these slackers and get them up to the point where they can just wait on the bench – that's not a bad position to be in as for the game. And it gives a lot of incentive to start prepping those other teams. You know what I mean? And it makes it fun to play those other teams because I don't want to play teams full of like 5k power characters. It's just, you know what I mean? It's kind of goofy. Right. It's, yeah. it's neat sometimes. And the battles don't take so long, but I want to play with characters where I can see the depth of their kit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I want to get, level four level five on their powers so that i can see what they can really do you know i i want like i want my heavy hitters you know your damage dealers to do actual damage i want my support characters to actually be able to support just strip buffs or add buffs or do whatever you know what i mean right and so if we just establish a new baseline and we make it a little easier to get to that baseline there's still plenty of room for people to jockey for position at the top right hey kurt this is yeah. this is to you, man. For the first time in a while, I got rank eleven to twenty five percent in the Power Man 
blitz. I got 11 to 25% as well. Nice. Nice. <laughs> of course, here's the thing. Being gold starved, my Luke Cage is sitting at 151 out of 80 shards. Uh, like, I can rank them up, but it cost me 80,000. And yeah. I'm not there yet. I got you. I got. I need. I'm at five stars and level sixty at all because I like Luke Cage from the beginning and put some stuff in. Um, I want to throw some shout outs here, uh, real quick. Then I'm going to go back to a point made earlier that will wrap up exactly what we're talking about. But shout out to Big Sean M85, Commander Root, De- Degra Sticks, Electrical Skateboard, Hero of the Wild, Jake Bad Gaming, Lance Dragoon, Lashark 2K. Well, come on, man. We're up to 4K now. Update your shit, man. Sidorn. <laughs> sorry, I don't know. Uh, Sidorn. Shout gamers. Toady. You know, what if that was Andre 2000 from Outcast? Drop some what beats, if, what if that, bitch. What, what if on. that was your boy, Dre? He is and awesome. You just said that to him. <laughs> he, you know what? If that's like, you, that's my handle, man. If that's you, Dre, you ain't got nothing to worry about. You got some sick shit going on. You're awesome. You know, I got to, I got to hear a little side note. Um, uh, being working in Atlanta, they do a lot of festivals and stuff downtown all the time. And I used to work at a hotel right outside of Centennial Olympic Park. And on uh, Outcast, actually, it wasn't just Andre 2000, Outcast was there. And I got to go out in one of the balconies of uh, a guest room that was unoccupied. And <laughs> we got the, the AV crew got to go out and watch the concert from the balcony. It was awesome. It was some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Tony1999 and our good friend Zukari is in. If you guys like the conversation, want to help keep it going, keep it honest and real like we do, go ahead and sub to the channel. Uh, you can cheer. If you got Twitch Prime or Amazon Prime, Kurt, what can they do with that? They can use their free subscription to subscribe to this channel. And that, that's found money, man. Found money is the best money in the world. Uh, but what I wanted to go back to earlier, we're talking about testing out the characters, seeing what they could do. And Pib Cow says, and I, I've heard this in other places too. So, and it sounds feasible. At level fifty of any character, gear nine abilities at level five, you have a pretty good idea of what they can do, and it's not that hard to get to that point. But, and I agree with that. I do agree with that. But you're hurting. You're taking away time and energy from your main team to right. take that new – again, uh, Sorcerer Supreme was a great example. It came right out of the shards. It looks awesome. But if, you, if you're going to spend time to get her to level 50, which is a solid $2 million in gold, maybe maybe $1.5 million. It's up there. It's at least a million in gold. Plus, uh, gear 9, that's a lot of gear, and that's a lot of gold too because there's a lot of crafting to get that done. And level 5 on, on – the first three powers or the first two powers in her case. Um, that's, that's a good week and a half of resources and time that you spent. I, I see what you're doing there. 1.3 million to go to level 60. I see that that's, you know, for a generic, but I'm not sure if, if the price is different for a mainline character. It but. might be. I know, I remember Wolverine to take him to level 60 and to do all the gear tiers of level seven and to do his powers. I had 5 million to start. I ended up with under 1 million when I was done with him. So yeah. it's it, it's an investment to max them out as best you can is roughly about four million. So that's a lot. That's a lot of gold, man. That is. That's that's basically the the big beef is that any effort spent to work on anything but your main team right now hurts your main team at least to a certain degree. Yeah. Uh, whether it's the gold or the materials or whatever it happens to be. Um, and so I, I think a lot of us would like to see a shift away from that. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I, I okay. So we all know that I'm I have fun. I'd call myself the fun gamer. I want to enjoy what I'm doing. So in that vein of play, I miss some strategic moves. I did not try to get Quake at all when I could get her easily in the beta. I, I automatically earned shards by doing things. It had enough that right after the world, the global launch, and you couldn't farm her or whatever, uh, you could buy, you still can, you can buy her shards in Arena or Blitz, one of the two stores. And I had a ton mm. of that stuff saved up uh, because I was, I'm a hoarder. I don't spend my resources uh, very much. It's, I like to be very specific in what I do with it. So I was able to buy her enough that now she's one of my top players. And I, I learned my lesson by going, oh, crap, look at how great she was and what everybody's talking about. Uh, I miss that. Same with Shield Medic. I was focused on Night Nurse because it's a recognizable character name for me. And then I got a tip that Shield Medic is like the secret hero of the game. Now, I could see that now that I've got Shield Medic up to almost gear level 11 and maxed out powers. Uh, once once you get her, well, in my case, it's her, and the commercials is a him, but my medics are her because, you know, I believe in equal rights. Uh, <laughs> so she's uh, she has that resurrection. She has, but I, I took my focus off of Night Nurse and on the Shield Medic. And the only thing I regret about that is if I hadn't have shifted gears and done that, I'd have had a maxed out Night Nurse and then could have worked on Shield Medic. As it stands, I've split my efforts. Um, so I see what Jaking Jaking is saying. Uh, for it's a the hero. same price for heroes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Which is fine. It, yeah. yeah. It's just it's one of those things. You know, we're we're just kind of the the current state of the game is that they're they're they keep asking for us to spread out, but they're also asking us to use the same finite pool of resources for everything. So. I like I like the spread. I'm gonna end mine. I always like to end mine on a positive note. Anyway, I like the spread. I like that they're they're forcing me to focus on getting some some shield agents because I have been ignoring them, and I get to see new stuff about shield agents. I like that they're forcing me to look at Mercs because Bullseye sat at the literal bottom of my list because I just didn't care about him as a character until they said, "Hey, if you get him up, it helps out your team. You'll get gold. Cool." What I would like to say is, along with that, is what what we're all saying a few more resources would make this a much more pleasant experience. I will, I love the branch out. Like you're saying, uh, Kurt arena, new different world for me. Blitz. I've always enjoyed. I'm, I'm not a PVP and I love blitz in this game rating. I didn't give a crap about it. Even in our Alliance, I I'd go in and do some, what I need to do to help our Alliance. I didn't care until Deadpool came along. And then it was, Hey, rating gets you all this stuff. And Ibit, has been so patient with all of us. Uh, but it was like, hey, if we can really push this higher level, Ultimus, everybody gets these pink gems, and you need pink gems. Like, yeah, I don't need them yet, but sure, why not? And sure enough, now that I'm a, yeah. a max player, more or less, I need them every day. Uh, yeah. But so, yeah, a little bit more shards. I Honestly, I think one shard of clear is a bit much because you can do five Every time you hit a note, it takes that's... 810 shards to max a character, sir. 810. Just do the math on that. I don't do math. So, so uh, okay. So, uh, no, to it's, a lot. it's a lot to, yeah. to, to catch you back up to what we were saying earlier for a character that you can farm. Now, we're not talking about characters that are available through various currency shops or anything like that. Literally, there's a node for them. You can do it every day. If you clear it, you know, like I was saying, if it's about a 20% drop rate for every full five clear, you're probably going to get 
two, maybe four on average okay. every day. So and, if you, div- you which know, does not out that way. Right, no, and you might get them out of orbs as well. You know what I mean? You'll you might because we've all gotten random awesome orb, you know that yeah. kind of stuff. So obviously it's not a, a straight translation, but roughly, even if we're generous, if we say pretty much it's going to average at four, which has not been my experience, but let's just say it does. If you're not doing any refreshes, if you're just doing the five clears a day, and you get four every day, it's going to take you months to get a character all the way up. Yeah, if you if if you got one per clear, you would on a five uh, you know a, a normal five node, you'd still ha- you'd have to do that 162 times to get your 810 mm-hmm. shards, and so yeah, you could spend power cores. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that would give me to put money in the times game. a day, maybe. Uh, yeah, because I mean, once once the power core refresh goes above fifty, it's it starts to get really unreasonable. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. At one point, they locked out refreshes, so there were free refreshes in one of the stores in the beta. And but after a third refresh, you would just say no more for today. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, so well, we know they had the mechanic to lock it out or make it super cost prohibitive. But yeah, it, it, I guess so. You know, that would get me to put money into the game. It's like, hey, I'm a hoarder. But if I know that I'm running these clears and I'm really just trying to get that last star of Quake, and I know if I spend three or four hundred power mm-hmm. cores to refresh and I'll get it, I'm going to do that. And then now I don't have power cores. So here's 20 bucks. Give me 2,000 power cores or 1,000 power sure. cores. Devo! What's up? One other thing to stress there, too, is like we're talking about the well liquor of characters, too. We're not talking about top shelf. You know what I mean? Right. right. We're talking about your 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 <laughs> workhorses. I get where you're going, but I pictured well liquor. Like and I, and I'm like, why are uh, we? Why, why are you picking on mentally challenged people, man? I don't understand. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, oh, come oh. on, man! Not in today's society. No, but yeah. you know, we're we're talking about the cheap drinks. We're not talking yeah, about I the got top you shelves. Now. So. You know, it, it to me, it's like stop being stingy with the cheap drinks. You know, when you when you go to a good bar. It, you're not paying a lot for that well vodka that's getting poured in your mixed drink, but they're going to pour a fair amount of it in. You know what I mean? So, like, let's just start pouring a little bit more. And yeah. uh, it, it, I don't think it would hurt the overall feel of the game if people started to have more characters. If the overall water level starts to rise a little bit with the, you know, for the, the widespread, but the top end is still pretty much the way it is. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of problems with the top end right now, at least until the next tier of Ultimus Raid come out then it could be oh god please <laughs> you know <laughs> but. uh there's one more piece of news oh, oh what uh, do you guys j- think about this marvel insider thing so i tried it i actually uh i went to marvel insider and and they have a number of different activities there's got to be like 30 or 40 different activities where you can earn uh points and then those points can be spent as rewards for particular games. Now, by activities, you mean spending money in other places? Not necessarily. Okay. So, uh, in some cases, they had like uh, download and play Contest of Champions, and you get X amount of points. Um, now, I believe when I looked, you could only spend your rewards once you hit 40,000. Um, and most activities were giving you in the neighborhood of 250. 
Um, so that's going to take a hot minute. Well, yeah, and some of them were like a thousand. Uh, and and if you the ones that required you to like buy a digital comic uh, would would uh, would give you a little bit more. Uh, but I have not redeemed anything yet. Um, well, that's not that's not exactly true. In some of the other games, uh, it, it it actually caused me to install uh, Puzzle Quest again in Blue Stacks okay. and Contest of Champions and, and Future Fight, and it would give you uh, like some in-game credits of some sort. But I'm still sitting at Marvel Insider at fourteen thousand six hundred points. Okay, and and I can't do hardly anything with that. Now, part of it is uh, they like uh, so. Here, here we go. Uh, I just pulled up the Marvel Insiders page. Contest of Champions uh, X Force. If you buy the X Force starter bundle, you get thirty thousand points. Well, you got to spend money for that, right? Right. Um, right. It's a it, significant. Or, or no, I'm sorry. It, it costs thirty thousand points to buy that. I, I apologize for for that. Um, for Marvel Strike Force, the four hundred fifty power cores that they were talking about. Mm-hmm. That costs 40,000 points. And to earn those points, you got to do the activities. And the activities were all over the place. They they have something to do with games, comics. You can watch uh, promotional videos from from Marvel. Um, Like if you connect your Twitter account, you get a thousand points, but you can only do it once. Once, right. Yeah, and things like that. Um, The comics, uh, if you buy. Amazing Spider-Man number eight hundred one. You get a thousand points, um, and and so when you're buying things, you get more points. Clearly, yeah. yeah. Uh, but and the games things. Watch a gameplay trailer. You get five hundred points. Uh, I I completed a bunch of things. I still haven't received points for everything. Uh, Contest of Champions. Uh, if you do the massacre and the Mercs for money beginner level you get 10,000 points and that's you, you get to do that once um so i don't know it seems like a lot of work to go through to get 450 power cores it does seem like a lot of work because 450 is is one purchase of a, a character shard there on your screen and it's it was, a little more than five dollars yeah right so, so right. five dollars will get you 375 power cores I mean, I right. get it, and it's a way to get free stuff. Sure, there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong. Sure, with it. there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but that's a good review there on it. Now, if if you got me, if it says as you play Contest of Champions and you reach level five, you'll get thousand points. Reach level ten, you'll get a thousand points. I well, there play is some, again. there is that a little bit. The, in some of them, there there's a little bit of that from an activity standpoint, um, where if you like I said, the the contest of champions Merc, uh, Mercs for money beginner level you get ten thousand points. Normal level you get thirty thousand points. Heroic level you get fifty thousand points. Okay, but but that you know that they had the, the Telltale uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. They have a episode five. If you get that, you get ten thousand points. And Lance is right. They had some similar thing in MAA, or if you send the flowers to your mom yeah. through the app, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. It's cool. That's pretty standard. Yeah, it's just it's nothing special though. Is really the the whole point of it. It's like eh, okay. So the other piece of news is there's an update coming. It doesn't say when, 
Uh, but a new Marvel Strike Force update is coming, including two new playable characters, Ant-Man and Wasp. The new Ant-Man and Wasp character event campaigns. Chat blocking, which I'm going to ask you what you think that is. Alliance matchmaking improvements and more. So those two, chat blocking. I can already turn off chat. What do you think chat blocking is? You probably just block people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Level. Somebody's like blah, 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 So blah, like blah, yeah, if you if you want to if you want to see global chat, but you don't want to see ah, a certain pool, see this probably going to be able to ignore them. Okay. And then alliance matchmaking improvements. I think that has to do with alliance wars. But because uh, there's because okay. what else? I mean, what matchmaking? I know that's I mean, why I was yeah yeah. I mean, unless they're referring some weird in some weird way to like making arena and blitz across servers better, but that that's, really didn't play with that as an alliance thing, though. Right now, we do know. I saw you posted it in our our Discord there, Kurt, about uh, um, casino and yeah. uh, mobile gamer are out at at Fox Next right now talking to him, and they asked him specifically about. Uh, uh, the Alliance Wars, and they said uh, nothing to say about Alliance Wars with big smiles on their faces. So Yeah, they were very, very tight-lipped about that. And my sources have always been that way. When I was like, hey, I think such and such is about to happen. You never know, wiki face. Yeah, I was like, yeah, so they're, they're not going to say anything, but I get you. So you think uh, that this is – do you think this is about to launch Alliance Wars? I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, so we've got – Two movies coming up, right? We've mm-hmm. got Ant Man and Wasp, and we got Venom. Right, uh, right. When when is Venom actually releasing? Do we know that? I could, I'll Google it. I'll look it up. I don't recall. Yeah. So, um, my my guess though is after Ant Man and Wasp, there's going to be a little bit of a dry October. spell media wise. Yeah, yeah October. So October. So I think there's going to be a dry spell media wise during late summer, right? I mean. Mm-hmm. So it would not surprise me if they rolled out Alliance War at that point. Maybe sure. another Deadpool uh, event when actually did the DVD come out yet? No, it's not out yet. Yeah, so when the DVD comes out, am I on this show? Yes, because I'm not watching the Blu-ray of Deadpool. So <laughs> uh, also Infinity War. I'm sure when that hits, you know, DVD. Yeah, Blu-ray. that Thanos oh, event could come right. back. That would absolutely. be that would be an ideal time for them to bring back. Thanos events. Now you yep. give me points for buying Deadpool and Infinity War. I will go through you all day long because I'm buying those movies. So if I can get something extra for it, I'll do that. Right now, right. Darkwing says, "Why would they improve a game mode that is not even in the game yet?" I say because <laughs> of beta testing and the tease that maybe it's about to hit. Is my guess. Maybe. Well, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I that would that threw me off. Alliance matchmaking was like, well, anybody can join an alliance. I mean, that doesn't make sense. So I don't know. I think I, I maybe they're teasing that. Well, well okay. Well, actually, kind of speak on that. Uh, it, if well, yeah. If, so let's say that I'm a level sixty character without a without an alliance, and I'm looking for somebody that that's I'm maybe I'm looking for a a, a hardcore raid versus a casual. Um, maybe that's the kind of matchmaking they're talking about is choose the way that you'd like to play and we'll, we'll set that you up. Would with be a, that'd be a that's- quality of life improvement for sure. Like when they, they change it from everybody could launch raids to just uh, giving you a choice of captains or owner. 
could launch raids. That was a great quality of life improvement. Maybe you're right. Maybe that would be something. I think that's a harder thing to do, but I, I don't know. Maybe half the alliances out there have been fighting each other for months already, and we just don't know about it. <laughs> right. Have you heard of this little new thing called Reddit? I've heard it's a place that everybody knows everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm just being cheeky. I know. You cheeky monkey. All right. Uh, I think it's going to be it for tonight. That's a. I always love to see these big patches coming because we always get something new out of it. And you talked about balance, uh, re- rebalancing the game with the characters where they've done more and less. I've enjoyed the rebalances of characters, honestly, both times that they've done it. So I'm always, every time a big patch comes, I'm going, ooh, are they going to rebalance somebody and let's see if it does something a little better? So, well, uh, Casino uh, talked about the rebalancing things and, and they were saying that they weren't really looking at rebalancing characters nearly as much as concentrating on new characters. Cool. Mm-hmm. That works too. Yeah. I think I think the characters are yeah. fairly balanced. I, I think the the general assessment is that the the meta is pretty healthy right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's I mean obviously there's top tier characters, but there's no there's no oppressive teams that are just like yeah I just can't if I don't have that team I can't win. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no uh, heroic Iron Fist, heroic age Iron Fist. There's no, no uh, worthy, no worthy, worthy. Like, yeah, no and no right, Yeah, yeah. Let's get too worthy on the same team. Or there's no Mollies throwing like <laughs> infinite amounts of vans. Yeah, no. All right, so, so I will tell you though, because I I took a year off from Marvel Avengers Alliance and and came back, and I knew from the beginning there was no way I was going to catch up. It was impossible yeah. without uh, without spending an inordinate amount of money. There mm-hmm. was no way I was going to catch up. But when I got Molly. I went, oh, I can compete a little bit in PvP. I can make this work. And that worked for like two months. And <laughs> Well, you know, every time they did something new, I, Blue Marvel was the one. You put you put the big brute uh, Blue Crystal on Blue Marvel, and he was just super healed, super smashed. And it was an exploit for three days until they patched it. You know, those things happen. I always dug Molly. You know, you guys can hate all you want. But she, she <laughs> no, I, lo- I like to play with Molly. Uh and and I eventually got Heroic Age Iron Fist just three months before the game shut down. Oh, <laughs> see, I, I had Heroic Age Iron Fist, and Molly was a huge headache for me, so I'd, I'd, I'd beat the crap out of her with him a lot. Yeah. Yep. Just so. do a boom. Take a nap. And there's Take your, a big old nap. There's your trip yep. down memory lane, everybody. Yep. Now, that is one thing I do miss a little bit from MAA is that ability to stamina up, which is basically not taking action. There's so many times like, man, I don't want to take an action right now because it's going to trigger a reaction or I'm going to miss because I'm blinded. And, yeah, you know, that was that was that's cool, though. Uh, any last things to throw out, gentlemen, before we tell everybody where to find us? Uh, go, go read, uh, actually go read casinos post on Reddit. He, he recapped as much of the meeting with uh, Fox next as he could. And there's a lot of information, a lot of interesting information there. Um, he didn't come out and say that, uh, that venom was coming, but he took a picture in front of a giant venom, venom poster yeah. <laughs> with one of the developers. Um, and cool. so, yeah, I, I expect that he's going to have a lot of information in the near future. Uh, I just wish we were invited to fox next <laughs> <laughs> i think the other two is like yeah no we would not turn down the trip to to talk right. to them and, and hear what was going on I absolutely... they they don't want to talk to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is like, we've heard everything you have to say clots yeah Klaus is just it. gonna wear a shirt with the tiniest of ant-man gold bars on him going this is what you give us the whole time <laughs> so uh all right kurt where can they find you sir 
They can find me every Monday night here on FTH Beyond broadcasting or streaming. I keep saying broadcasting, streaming uh, the game from about 7 p.m. Eastern time till about 10 or so. And otherwise, you can find me on Twitch, on Twitch, on Twitter um, at VO by Kurt and on Facebook at VO by Kurt. And Kurt, I got to say, man, you, you've been a great addition to the team and, and Thanks, man. Uh, really, really expanded eh. what we do. <laughs> <laughs> that that eh is only because uh, Kurt's one of the only people who will nudge me and be like, yo, you got to get into that raid, yeah. bro. <laughs> I, 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 I used to nudge you, and I stopped. I hated getting my fingers bit, so I stopped nudging you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, oh, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm gonna <laughs> so, and Kurt will be making an appearance at Dragon Con in Atlanta this year, Labor Day weekend. Uh, there's a few panels that he'll be on, and that's about all we can say about it right now. But Kurt will be there as well. Paul Klotz, you're going to be at DragonCon this year as well. Oh, yes. The flight is booked. That's going to be awesome. And yeah. where can they find you on the internet? You can find me at SoapboxGSTU on Twitter, but I hardly ever check it. Um, but I will occasionally post something once in a while. Uh, if you are interested in DragonCon, um, if you're not familiar with what it is, it's a giant fan-run convention down in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's super fun. And you know, giant-sized team up. You know, our network has a huge presence there. Uh, we've got everybody just about is turning up, except for people who aren't dedicated, like uh, Brian Ibbett, Chris, <laughs> Chris Wisdom, Chris Wisdom. No, uh, no anybody I mean, in Australia, they suck. <laughs> we're, we're throwing people who had real life get in the way under the bus here. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, basically, uh, if you happen to live in the area or if you're looking for a big con to go to, come see us. Hit us up on social media ahead of time. Let us know. And we'll set up a time to, to meet and greet and say hello and hang out a bit. Um, we're going to be on a bunch of panels, though. But uh, it as long as we get the tech to work this year, we're going to have the live stream available again as well. So you'll be able to catch us on some of those panels and I will probably tweet some stuff coming out of that. Cause that's, I pretty much live tweet dragon con and that's about it. Fair my, enough. My now, can they follow you on Facebook? Cause I, I want to say, unless you can, you can hit us, hit me up through the page on Facebook. Well, I mean, fo- I'm going to talk about follow you. Cause your memes mm. are on point, man. I enjoy mm. watching your, <laughs> no, 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 no. Facebook is the Wild West nowadays, and so it it's is. a gated community in, in Clotsville. Okay. okay. So, all right. Fair oh, enough. Hey, Charles, uh, sure. I, I just did have one more thing. In a, in a rare move, because this is going to be my very first Dragon Con, what I'm willing to do is if people come up and say they listen to FTH Beyond, I will allow them to purchase me a beer. <laughs> oh, wow. That is holy super generous sh- of you. Sir. Holy shit, folks! That's generous. <laughs> now I, I uh, you know, I live to serve. I can't, I can't speak for Kurt, but what I thought he was going to say was, if you mention you listen to FDH Beyond, he'll read an intro for your show. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. But you know, no, uh, if you buy him a can, beer, we, we can he'll read you an that. intro we for the show. We can talk about that. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was, I mean, I think it's a great form of promotion. And I, I'll always be willing to buy say, me hey, beer. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, know, you, uh, you buy me a beer. I'll read anything you fucking want on your show. I'll be on your show. That's how I got on Geek.io in the first place is they got me drunk and then had me sit on their panel and they brought me onto their show later. So, yeah, yeah I mean, they, they got you drunk. 
you know, it's it's a piggyback on Kurt's offer. If you want to hear me talk about things that are not appropriate for the various shows that I'm on, you want to talk about real life stuff, you buy me a drink and we'll talk, okay? Yeah. Uh, Snorri's sitting here in chat being like, yeah, seeing Paul bury assholes on Facebook is priceless. That's not inaccurate. I, I will go it is hard. Good. So it is good. Lure me out with a with a brewski and we'll uh, we'll talk. Now, and I will say, with alcohol aside, because I will definitely drink the shit out of alcohol, uh, if you just come up and say you listen to Breaking the Panel or anything on Giant Size Team Up, I'll be more than happy to say, I've got a podcast that you're following, you're listening to, and I'll say the name of your show for you as a stinger. I'd love to do that for you. Uh, just because it's cool to have connectivity with other people. Yeah, like doing absolutely. That, so. If you're a content uh, creator, you want a stinger like that or whatever, yeah, hit us up. Absolutely. But yeah, no, if you're just a fan and you just want to come say, hey, hit us up on social media, uh, whether you're there that weekend or ahead of time, and we can we can set something up. And yeah. depending on how this goes in the next year, because it's way too early and too young, too low right now to do it at DragonCon. But if, the, if this goes well through the next year, we could easily be doing this show live on the gaming track, possibly, next year. And you can come participate live. So... Uh, that'd be great. You can find me, charlesmcfault.com, rockoutofpodcasting.com, and Rock Out of Pod pretty much everywhere in social media. I am I have reached a little bit of my minor Ibit status. You put my name in into a Google search. My picture comes up first, and then the asshole from Family Guy comes up, and then further down, some <laughs> convicts come up. But mostly, my shit comes up first. So, it's yeah, pretty cool. Charles, you know, we can't support the, the worshipping of false idols, though. Who, who didn't worship me instead? That's fine. No, no, you're the false idol. I'm all real, baby. All right, that's going to be it. We'll be back uh, next Thursday at 6. It's the early recording next week, so 6 p.m. I'll be back Sunday night. Who knows? Sometime between 3 p.m. and 10 p.m. And, and I'll follow you. Know, what can you? Because I know you sub, you give money on Twitch, but can you, you can just follow. And you'll you get the notification. Follow. Follow. Yeah. follow us on Twitch. You'll get the follow notification. Follow costs you nothing, and you get updates whenever we go live. There so. you go. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash FTH Beyond. I put the notifications there. We have a Discord chat. The Discord is on Facebook. You can find it uh, or hit us up, and we'll give you the code to, to come and chat with us on Discord. And uh seems like there's one other place. But, yeah, all that stuff, all my own stuff. It's all out there. So thank you, everybody, for coming out and being a part. And it's good to see good friends, old friends like Snorri and Debo. Agent Blades, Debo is out here. So really cool to see everybody. And we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm.